You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Chiefs return to the practice field on Thursday as they begin their long preparation ahead of the Super Bowl against the San Francisco 49ers. We'll start things off with the head coach Andy Reid, followed by quarterback Patrick Mahomes. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll catch up with linebacker Drew Tranquil and linebacker Nick Bolton. Here's Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. Out uh, with a torn ACL, and then um, Tooney will not practice today. So um, making progress, not counted out. We'll just see how he does. Everybody else is uh, ready to go. Look for the challenge of playing the 49ers. Uh, heck of a football team, obviously. Uh, Kyle does a, a great job with that group. And um, Steve Wilkes uh, has been a head coach in the league, but is a really good defensive coordinator uh, likewise. And, um, and then Brian Snyder um, is our special teams coordinator. He does a good job. And Chris Furster and I go all the way back our college days, he's a um, ex-Colorado State offensive lineman, so a whack conference. Shout out to them, um, but he he does a heck of a job with the offensive side. So um, again, with that times times yours. Andy, I, if memory serves, last year McCaffrey had just been traded to San Francisco, <clears throat> and the first game was against you guys. What impresses you about? now the ways that they've been able to figure out how to use him in different ways compared to that first game when they were just kind of getting to know him. Yeah, sure. Kyle's one of the most creative guys in the league. You knew he was going to find, find ways to uh, maximize him, uh, the different tools that he has. McCaffrey's got phenomenal tools. Uh, can catch, block, uh, run. I mean, he does it all. And Kyle's exploited even more than what it had been before. So, Coach, is there a comfortability factor playing Legion Stadium, they're familiar with. Well, I'd say yes, but we're on the home team side, so <laughs> I don't know that side. Uh, uh, but I mean, we've been there. I, I'm not sure that matters in in this game. It's you know, it comes down to the execution part of it. But uh, uh, and and really, when you play in the Super Bowl. There's that constant buzz, that noise is constant offensively and defensively because of the crowd being split. So uh, that's what you've got to make sure that you, you handle. Yeah, so Brett Veach does the, the hard stuff. I mean, I, he just, he, he gives them to me and asks me to reach out to the guys, but we knew him. <laughs> uh, Drew, we knew firsthand because of how good he was with the Chargers. And um, and he's done all of that here. Um, 
you know, he's developed a great relationship and rapport with the with the linebackers in that room and with Steve and and Brendan. So and Flagel. So they they they've all worked on and and Drew had to want this uh, to get him up to par just on the the defense. And he's thank goodness he's a real smart guy. So he he uh, put that Notre Dame education to use uh, in learning this whole thing and did it did it quickly. Yeah, sure. He did a great job. You know, he's, he can run. He was safety in college, so he's got he can run now, and uh, he, he's used to open field tackles and doing that. And I think that benefits him. Uh, and it did it did Sunday. Yeah. Do, do you anytime you're with free agents, do you send emails like tell them, hey, by the way, we go to Super Bowls pretty regularly? Is that a common occurrence, or is that specific to Drew? Um, no, I mean each guy give it's more a text than an email, so. Yeah, so listen, we, we understand the, the reasoning behind it. I mean, we get it, um, uh, and understandably so. So, I mean, we've, we might not be the prettiest uh, bunch, but we, you know, we're going to battle, and um, that's kind of been the personality of this team. So I don't think it bothers. It doesn't bother us. We, we understand, so um, uh, it is what it is. Yeah, well, they've they've started to do that. There are a handful of guys that are full time uh, right now. Um, we've got Bill for this game, Vinovich, who's season um, official and referee. So, um, and they mix the crews for for the playoffs. And Bill does a great job of uniting everybody and getting them together. Um, so. Um, I, listen, I know the league is doing what they can do on that on that phase, and and they're gradually getting more guys that are uh, doing it full time. So, uh, Coach uh, Brock Purdy, I know, kind of burst on the scene last year, continues to grow. He's had two comeback wins now in the playoffs. <clears throat> Coming from behind once, you've got the box that quarterbacks need to be able to check back on, not all going your way, but then also doing it in the playoffs. Is that a Yeah, listen, he's a heck of a player. I, I remember specifically one of the Saturday afternoons uh, watching him in college, and I remember the head coach saying, this guy has changed our program. So changing a program, that's something that's you know big. And, uh, um, and, and that's what he is. I mean, he's doing that in the National Football League. And last week he did as much with his legs as he did with his arm. So he, he ran the ball well. He's a good football player. He's smart. Got a great feel for things. Yeah. Andy, you guys have been in the spotlight for a while and continue to be, and I know you're mostly in the bunker, especially now, but I, I seem to recall you getting recognized in Italy a few years ago. And I, I wonder if, elaborate on that a little bit, but is that also the most unusual place you've been recognized? You know, you don't expect that. I, mean, I don't. And, um, but... There, there, there are a lot of Americans over there. You don't put that 
and they were having a basketball tournament. So I walk out of the hotel the first day, and there's a whole youth basketball team. And um, so they they knew. And then you're not hiding anymore. So that's. And they were yelling at Mahomes, weren't they, or what were they? Yeah, they yeah they loved Pat. They know they you know they knew all our guys. So but obviously Pat, Pat's one. Of, he's got the face of it. So. Was that the, indeed the oddest or most unusual place? That... Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. When it comes to Mark Webb's outlet scantling, I think his regular season probably helped you be more productive. What do you make of what he's been able to do in the postseason? Yeah, so look, I'm proud of him because he um, he played well for us last year. This year, he had a couple drops in big situations. Um, didn't hang his head. Didn't lose confidence. Kept battling, working with Pat, um, and. You know, he just he kept it going, figuring that it would turn around, and um, here he comes up with these these last two games were huge catches, very similar to what he did last year in a couple of the games, and um, so I'm I'm happy that he, for him, uh, most of all, and that um, that he was able to kind of recover, whatever you want to say, from from what was going on earlier. Andy, what told you that? Yeah, he's, he's smart and he's a hard worker. So, um, and that's uh, as long as you're you know, you've got skill mixed in with that, then you, you have a chance. So, but he he's going to work at it, and um, you know he understands that you can go into a slump. Sometimes that ball looks big, sometimes it looks small, and uh, and he worked through that. Um, did a good job with it. Andy, to bounce off that, not just from Marquez, but just with anyone on the roster, just what's been the key to evaluating uh, guys' mental fortitude to know that they're going to come in and be a hard worker and just gradually do the right things in this system? Well, I've got good leadership, um, not only as coaches, but uh, in the locker room. Uh, you're not going to, um, uh, you know, you're not going to, Dog it with Pat Mahomes going full speed, Kelsey going full speed. I mean, you're just not, um, they're not going to allow you to do that, first of all. And and then you watch them and you watch how they practice and, you know, you, you know it's not a fit if you, you can't do that. And then, you know, Brett's not going to bring in guys that, you know, the, the dog, so, or jog or whatever you want to call it. You've been to the Super Bowl a bunch of times now. No, you respect the opportunity. I respect the opportunity of being a head football coach in the National Football League. I mean, Vahe and I started way back when we were both scrub buckets, man. So, I mean, uh, to have the opportunity to do this um, is a real privilege. And, um, you know, so I, every day I cherish it. And, so this moment, yeah, you cherish your last last the two teams standing. So, and very competitive business. You go three more. Nate, we'll start with you. Andy, a couple weeks ago, Clyde shared with us his review of the one to go to medical school. Obviously, you knew he was out of school. Other guys obviously lost some of their lives. Just what is it about what you learned about Clyde over this last year before the season went so slow? You know, being an NFL player is obviously trying to. Yeah, sure. Well, he grew up. He grew, grew up with a great mom, who's an example 
to him for that. Um, she's in the business, and um, and so uh, and then he's a smart kid. I mean, he he gets it, and he's mature. So you, you figured he would. That's not the only thing he could do. I mean, you figure that he, he would find something that he wanted to do and go do it. You, you have confidence that. Uh, that life after football is going to be okay for him. Yeah. Given the fact that he was only in house during this work season, yeah. um, what's impressive about that given the fact that you, know, you guys are still flying on the side? Yeah, sure. No, that's, uh, that's great. I, I encourage it. It hasn't affected his play and or the time spent making sure that he's playing good. And um, and so I would encourage that. I mean, I've, I'm, I'm all in with him. Last two, Yeah, it's a tribute to to their strength um, as a group, um, welcoming in new guys um, uh, with high expectations, and and still making it work. Um, not pushing anybody out the door because maybe it started a little slow, and um, or even that they started slow, they didn't hang their head and and kept pushing forward. So that that develops. I always sit there on that first day of a training camp and tell you every year is different. Every team's different. Well, this one's different than any of the other ones, right? So, um, and it, they've grown together, um, which is which is neat to watch. Last one. Um, follow up on Vahe's question about recognition. Uh, appearing in the commercials, it's, you know, changed that for you at all? Do you find people outside of football recognizing you more because of the, you know, the appearances on State Farm? Yeah, probably. I, yeah, I'd probably say yes. Yeah, I, you know, I, um, when I get when I get out there, you know, so I'm not <laughs> not out much, but I, I'd say yes. I mean, I, that, that's uh, yeah. I'd say I don't I don't want, I don't want to stand up here and sound like a movie star because I'm uh, that's uh. uh I'm not very good at that, and I'm, but I appreciate people enjoying nuggies. Yeah, but, <laughs> do you have a sag card? A what? A sag card? No, I don't think I do. No. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, thanks. The uh, Christmas Day game, it was hard to see then that you guys would still be playing now. Were there things, what were the things you saw then that led you to believe that maybe this was still possible? Um, I think I saw more from within the building, uh, just how hard guys were working, um, how guys were taking it personal uh, when we were losing games and going through that stretch. Um, you you kind of know uh, how guys, how they react after games, if, if you're going to be in this spot or if you're going to have a chance to be in this spot. And guys weren't happy, and they were putting in the work to get better, and that's what you need in order, whenever you go through adverse times, is guys to continue to work and to continue to get better. Are there specific <clears throat> I mean, if you watch if you watch the receivers every single day, I mean, they're they're catching on the side when the defense is up. They're catching after practice, catching before practice. Uh, I remember I was walking to lunch one day and Sky's out there just catching by himself. I mean, that's just those guys have that that mindset of they're going to continue to get better, and that's been out throughout the whole entire team. It's we're not wasting any moments in practice. where guys are working on the side. We're trying to get better, and um, we're not going to let that slide this week either. We're going to try to do the same thing going into the Super Bowl. Patrick, that Justin Tucker thing before the game, how did that impact? 
not not really at all. I think guys were just ready to ready to play regardless. So uh, we just kind of kept it going and uh, kept it moving. Never right. happened with him before, right? Um, we we not to that extent, but uh, we have had that same issue. So we just got to figure out how his warm up routine and my warm up routine don't interact. <laughs> Yard penalty. It, it, it defies a plan when, when you guys were going to get out there. Um, say that one more time. I lost. You were just kind of said you were going to be out on the, the field. Had he missed that kick, you know what you were going to do. Yeah, I, I was going to chase Travis and just get him back to the sideline. You know, so <laughs> we, that would probably been the, the best decision. <laughs> Um, I think for some guys, for sure. Um, I mean, we just haven't had that that aspect, so I kind of lit a fire, I think, under some guys, uh, including myself. But um, at the end of the day, it's playoff games. I um, mean, you want to win. I um, mean, this is this is what you kind of play for. And I think that fire would have been, regardless if we we're underdog or not, that fire would have been lit because this is the time of year that you work for and you put in those hard practices for. And I think we have that mindset: if we're going to practice the way we do and we're going to work the way we uh, work, we're not going to let it slide by. And we're going to make sure that we maximize our opportunity every time we're out there. Having the, having the defense that you have, you mentioned having to adjust uh, your mentality. 17-10, Yeah, I mean it's 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 a it's a mixture of everything. Uh, I mean, I always want to be aggressive. I always want to take chances. Um, but just knowing when to do that, when is the best opportunity? And you, I mean, you saw a couple in the second half where I, I let it go downfield. We just didn't hit on them. Um, I think we just got to execute at a higher level in the second half after watching the film. Um, there were still some chances there, but when you don't execute versus a great defense, um, uh, drive stall out, and that, that'll be very similar to this, net, this next game we're playing. I mean, that's a great defense that we're going up against, and then we're going to have to be really high execution, kind of like we were in the first half, um, but negative plays will stall drives out, and, and they're a defense that will, once those drives, you have negative plays, those drives won't uh, end with points. You said you, you when to go downfield when you do that. You seem to have an amazing ability to know the game situation. Mm -hmm. John, not just um I think it's uh, we have these meetings uh, Travis hates them where we have these meetings where we go over every single situation every single week um, and we just go through them they're long repetitive meetings but we, we actually show film from games in previous years or previous weeks and and they talk through the different stuff. Um, and it, it gets repetitive, but I listen and you, I ask questions and I, I try to figure out every single situation for every single game. And um, you saw in the Super Bowl this last year, I mean, we were having that drive and you want to score points, but as the, the clock started running down, um, that last drive of the game, I, you, you start letting the clock run a little bit more and try to see if we can end with the football. And um, it comes from those meetings. And even though guys are in there and it's like an extra meeting that takes like an hour on a, on a Friday or Saturday, whatever it is, um, those little things are what kind of gets you to this spot. Um, and so that's why I enjoy it. Um, and I know the guys do, even though they get a little bored and, and tired in them. Kelsey seemed to be particularly Just in general, what does his energy do? What does it bring to you and also maybe the rest of the guys? Yeah, I think it brings a ton. Um, it's the energy, and people don't even see it at practice. I mean, the energy that he has, the, he, he wants to take every single rep. We have to, like, get him out of practice um, just to give him a, a rest, and he wants to be out there for every single play. 
Um, and I think that mindset, when you see the, the, the Hall of Fame tied in and he wants to be the guy working the hardest, it raises everybody's standard. Um, it raises the standard of how you practice. It raises the standards of how you prepare. Um, because you know that guy um, that's, that's done at the top level wants to continue to do it every single week, every single day. And, and at the same time, he has a great time doing it. And I think that shows that you can work extremely hard and still have fun uh, coming to work every single day. Patrick, obviously you've been successful in domes throughout your career, played in Legion. You have lost home of the Raiders. How come you're so comfortable in the dome? And, and you're the whole team this time at their place. Um, I, I don't know. I just, I just like playing football. So it doesn't matter if it's minus 30 or if we're in, indoors. I'm just going to go out there and try to play the best I can. And I'm sure quarterbacks will tell you that it's easier to throw the football when it's in perfect conditions. So that's probably why. But for me, it's just going out there and competing. Patrick, Yeah, I mean, you learn. Um, I think you learn the good and the bad. Um, and, and he's got he's been around, I think, other coaches as well, so he has different ideas that he brings. Um, and you can see that last year and you can see that this year. Um, and like you said, I mean, I think he just knows what he wants now. He knows what situations, like, let's have a play ready. And, like, at the end of the game this last week, he makes me do a, a little sheet where, I, where I, do, I pick kind of plays for certain situations, and that was on the sheet. He went right to it, picked that play, gave it to me. Uh, we were comfortable. We went out there and executed the play. And so it's just stuff like that. I mean, whenever you when you go out there, and, I mean, he had success as a coach, and then he had some times where he didn't have as much success, and he learned from those times. Um, and he's came back, and he's been a, a better coach, I think, um, because of that. And so uh, that's what you have to do in this league, and, and coaching, playing, whatever it is, is you, you learn from your successes, and you learn from stuff that you don't do as well, and you try to be better the, the next opportunity you get. Matt, uh, Patrick, what's the value of this week in terms of preparation for all the craziness of next week? Um, yeah, I mean, we, we, we're pretty locked in this, I mean, both weeks, but you're really locked in this week. You want to make sure you get the whole game plan in, get all your questions asked and answered. So next week when you're reviewing, you can just go on the fine details that you might not have the chance to, to do in a regular game week. And so um, I'll have that mindset all, all through practice. I'll make sure the guys have the same mindset. Patrick, Bobby showed uh, some of your workouts that you do that kind of helped you uh, prevent injury with the, with the amount of week when it came out your legs. Just what does that say about your preparation? And, you know, when some folks see quarterbacks or whoever doing like some weird workouts in the offseason that it actually pays off? I, so I think he showed that for everybody, but that was really directed towards me because I hate doing all that stuff. And every time he does it, I'm like, why am I, why am I doing this stretch right now and everything like that? And then he gets a, an opportunity like that where he shows me. He's like, see, this is why we do it. So now that'll be a staple in every workout I do. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, we, we try to prepare for everything. Um, and uh, he's done a great job of adapting and learning um, from stuff that I've done in my, my career. And, and preparing me for those moments to try to keep myself healthy as I possibly can. Because, I, I mean, the, I always said the best availability. I mean, the best ability is availability. And um, you want to be out there. And lucky enough for us so far, knock on wood, we've been able to have a lot of healthy guys out there. And we want to play our best football um, in the Super Bowl. And that's what we're going to try to do. Those moments happen often for him and you. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he always gets me doing stuff that I, that I don't want to do. And I, I know he wants the best for me, so I'll do it. Um, but uh, there's definitely some times where I'm like, man, we're, we're on two hours of working out. Like, let, let me go up, go upstairs and just, and just hang out. And so it's, uh, he, he, he pushes me uh, every single day. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely there was times throughout the season where we had to take him out. I mean, he didn't want to, but we, we had to get him out to let his body heal. And, 
it, it wasn't like his mind wasn't there, but you could just see his body. It wasn't, it wasn't moving the way that, that it always moves. And I think, like you said, just having that rest, I think just having more time from when the original uh, injuries kind of happened, um, you, could see his, you could see now his body was getting back. And uh, we felt really good going in, even to that Cincy game and kind of after that. And, and, and going into the last week and getting that rest and coming into the playoffs, you could tell his body was getting back to the, the true Travis Kelsey. And so uh, um, I, it was definitely good for him. And uh, hopefully we can keep that thing rolling, not just this game, but in the future years as well. Yeah, I mean, it's it's they've been such di- different seasons. I think that's been the biggest thing. The last time we tried to go back to back, we won like I think we were like fourteen and one going into the last week. Got the rest, lost that game, and then kind of rolled through the playoffs. And it's never easy, but it, I mean, we played well, and it was kind of like, oh, we're just gonna do it again. We're gonna do it. We go out there and play again, and we we got we got our butt kicked. Um, and so this year, it's been completely opposite. It's been a it's been a struggle throughout the season, and we've had to continue to get better and better. And that's what I've always preached. Um, but I think the, some of the losses kind of forced us to like we have to continue to get better and. Um, I think now it's just not being satisfied with getting there. I mean, it's, this is a great football team that we're going up against. It's going to take our best football. It's kind of like it's taken the last three weeks that we've played. Um, and so we have to do whatever we can to prepare ourselves this week of practice and next week of practice to be ready to go. And I know it's Vegas, and it's a lot of fun. But for us, it's, it's a business trip in, in the true sense, and we're going there to play a football game and, and try to find our way to win it. Um, and I think that has to be the mindset uh, starting today. So we'll go last stream. practice you love to play in the game inside outside whatever you've been to this game more often than not in your career I wonder if you can take me back a couple of years ago when you guys lost the FC title game what was this couple of weeks like for you as someone else was preparing for the Super Bowl how, how down were you and how much did that motivate you to not have that again yeah no it's, it's tough um luckily enough I've been able to go to the Pro Bowl but I mean even going to the Pro Bowl and just sitting there and it's and you're, you're sitting there, and you're like, man, I, I could be preparing for the Super Bowl. And, and you, you, you take it as an honor, um, but you're just sitting there, and it's tough, and it's hard to watch the game. And I know, like, I, my buddies, I know the last time we weren't in it, my buddies had, like, a Super Bowl party, and they wanted everybody to come over, and I was just like, nah, I can barely, I'm barely going to even be able to watch it. Um, and so I watched it at home just with me and Brittany, and I kind of had it on, and I would kind of walk off and walk back just because I'm a fan of football. But it's, uh, it's, a, it's tough and to get that close and not get in the game, and I know it's tougher to get in the game and lose it. So I'll try to keep, keep away from that as well. And so those, are, those negative uh, moments are kind of what stick with you the rest of your career. Yeah, I mean, I'm like that every week. Um, I go, I mean, I don't want to go through the whole entire thing, but I, I have, a, I have a, a set amount of games that I watch first, take notes on, um, and then I, throughout the week, I watch either a game or two a day, um, and then I watch every game plan, a scouting cut-up week half, third down, red zone, uh, two-minute, four-minute, kind of on those certain days throughout the week. Um, I have, I write all the notes of all the game plan. I go through the install stuff. And it's, uh, it's pretty much the same every single week. And I know what I need to get done that day, and then I do that. And having this extra week, I'll have it all done before we even leave for Vegas. But then I'll go back uh, during the week of Vegas and just go through those same things, reread everything, and make sure that I'm in that same mindset I'm always in. When you say reread, it's the own notes that you're taking? 
yeah, so there's notes that the coaches give us, and I, re I write them down. I'm, I'm big writing it down. It like, helps me remember it. Um, so I'll, I'll write it down, and then I'll rewrite everything again. And then, then this week I'll probably rewrite it one more time while I'm in Vegas. And that stuff sticks in my head like that, and that's something I've done my entire career. Patrick, one, one question and a quick follow-up. When you were in Germany, did you ever actually encounter any ads featuring yourself in them, whether it was – I saw some. I saw some, but I, I never left the hotel, so I, I didn't get to see him in person. But I saw pictures of him. And it, with that, I, I do wonder if you have any sense of being a global figure. I mean, do you, do, from what the, the attention on the Super Bowl, from all you guys have achieved, in, in what ways you might feel that? Um, I think I, uh, you feel it a little bit. I mean, I think the commercials probably help out a lot. Um, but and and the run that we've been on. Um, but I think in, until I actually go around the world and see that different type of stuff, I, I don't think I'll, I'll realize it enough uh, of, of the impact that we've had. Um, but uh, I do pretty good in, in, in Texas and Kansas City. I know that. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Drew, um, obviously, this is your first Super Bowl. Why do you want to come play for the Chiefs? It's been a whirlwind. Um, you know you dream of this as a kid. You want to play in this game. Um, this is the pinnacle of the football world, um, the biggest game and the biggest league um, in the world. And so um, to, to look back on that text from Coach Reed, it's, it's, uh, it's something to laugh about, but it's, it's crazy. It's been a long uh, you know, eight months or I guess 10 months since, since that moment. But um, we've put a lot of hard work in, and we're, we're super excited for this opportunity. Yeah, it's incredible what this organization has been able to do um, when you talk about stacking years on top of one another. We felt it early in the season. Like when you're the defending champs, like you're getting everyone's best every single week. Um, I know when we played the Chiefs when I was at the Chargers, it was like like we were ready for that game. And you circle that game and you want that game. Um, and to, to see what Coach Reed and Brett Veach, um, you talk about our ownership, Clark Cunn, everybody in those decision-making roles and our coaching staff and the players. To be able to do it year after year after year is tough. It's really, really hard. Um, and to be a part of that this year is um, an experience and something I'll never forget. Can you repeat that? Yeah, I mean... Um, Winning is the goal in this organization. And when you lose, um, there's a very specific way we go about winning and losing. Um, and it's the same week in and week out. It doesn't matter if it's the preseason, the regular season, or the postseason. Uh, the methods for how we uh, deal with and correct and, and make corrections um, is really sound here. Um, and they've got tested methods that have worked. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest things I take away is um, you know, you look at the postseason and all the excitement and hype that comes with that. 
like as a player, it hasn't felt any different for me from the regular season. I think our coaching staff has done such a good job of keeping our routines, our practice habits, our meetings uh, the exact same. And so preparation, just you kind of stay in your flow. Um, and so they've done a good job, whether we win or lose in that regard. Uh, Travis Kelsey seems particularly pumped up last week. Yeah. Well, I think you have to have tremendous leaders, especially at the player level, to win in this league. And that's anywhere. That's business. Uh, that's sports. Um, and so there were – Coach Reed kept trying to get – talk to our team, whether it was before the game or halftime, and Travis would just cut him off with a big yell. And he'd say, yeah, that sounds about right. Let's go. And um, he does that for our team, and we're very thankful to have him. You learned anything about him after a few months now as a teammate that maybe you didn't know from playing against him? Um, when the tough gets going, he's he's ready. In the in the wise words of Marshawn Lynch, he's about that action, and uh, he uh, brings it each and every week and um, turns it on, especially when the lights are bright. He's pretty irritating to play against. He's just hard to play against. He's super challenging. He's unconventional in what he does. Um, his body movements, the way he's able to get open, whether it's man or zone, um, he just presents a lot of challenges. He's big. Got a big catch radius, um, and so he's, it makes defending him very challenging, um, both as a player and probably as a coordinator as well. Speaking of, of guys that are challenging, like, what impresses you about the ways that they deploy Christian McCaffrey yeah. deep in the slot as well as in the zone, like everything he did? Yeah, Christian's as dynamic of, of a back as there is in the National Football League. Um, you know, people would say he's not the biggest, but he runs with incredible power. Um, it's very evident if you throw on the tape, he's running guys over. His stiff arm is vicious. Um, he's a weapon in the passing game. He can run the route tree. Um, he's elusive in space. Uh, like I mentioned, powerful at the point of contact. Um, and so he's going to be uh, he's going to be a big challenge for us to stop. I didn't know uh, much about him at all prior to coming here, and I've I've really enjoyed being teammates with him. I think it speaks to this organization and then and the quest that they're on, um, you know, bringing in good players, whether it's through the draft or free agency. Um, and Brett Veach is one of the best at doing that. And, um, you know, Charles, Mike and myself and all of our other free agent acquisitions and guys like P Mike Pinnell, who we brought on, you know, midseason and, you know, drafted guys. I think everybody's kind of bought in to the championship culture here and, and what Coach Reed sets forth um, and what they preach on a week to week basis. But. Um, you know, you just try to come in and develop a role for yourself and do the best you can. And at the end of the day, everything's about winning. And um, and they emphasize that week after week, meeting after meeting. Um, and so whether your role is big or small or medium, like uh, you feel valuable and important when you're here. If I could, um, I know you're focusing on the 49ers. Yeah. Was the fight over the next day? Did you watch the play of Lamar catching his own pass and expecting Yeah. Yeah, it was such a strange play. Um, and watching it on tape, like you go back in your head, like to being on the field. Um, and I just remember coming on the blitz. We had a zero pressure called, and Justin's free off the edge. And you hear a loud thud, and that typically means the ball is somewhere bad in the air. And so you're looking for it. And then all of a sudden, I just see a flash of purple go by my left eye. And I see Justin running too. I'm like, what is happening right now? 
And my wife last night, she's like, why were you jogging at first? I'm like, because I didn't know where the ball was or what was going on. She's like, shouldn't you be running full speed? I'm like, yeah, probably. But I had to find the ball. I didn't know what was going on. And um, I finally see Lamar catch it. And I'm like, man, I got to get this guy down. And so I just tried to accelerate and and got him. Uh, Man, he's such a good player. Drew, Drew, just, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about, you know, the Chiefs being underdogs this season. But, you know, kind of you as well taking that villain role. You know, you kind of have a squeaky clean image, but, you know, uh, with Buffalo and then kind of some, you know, that, that, that football aggression kind of comes out of you. Has that always been in you, or is that just something that kind of just rose out of you? Late in the yeah, I have a when – I, when I train back home with my trainer, Scott Prohaska, we, uh, we talk about, like, an alter ego, and I feel like you have to have that a little bit. Like, you know, I feel like I'm a family man, like, first. Like, obviously, I got married to my high school sweetheart, and we have three kids. Um, and there's a little bit more of a gentle spirit that you have to take on when you're in the house. But that spirit doesn't work when you're between the white lines. Um, and so we say, I'm Clark Kent, but I got to play like Superman. And so when it's between the white lines, and certainly in the moments after the game, um, you're kind of in that headspace where you're looking to dominate the guy across from you. And it's fun bantering back and forth with the fans and getting everybody excited. I mean, it's football. It's one of the greatest sports, uh, the greatest sport in the world. And um, just trying to have fun with it. Is there- your family see that and uh, kind of kind of be like, whoa, we didn't like this kind of surprise us, or they see this just kind of throughout your whole career? Yeah, they'll ask me. I'll I'll get in the family group chat after the game. They'll be like, what were you saying to that guy? It looked like you're you're trash. Are you really trash talk? And I'm like, oh, I try to. I I don't know how good I am at it, but. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, my wife Jackie, my son Elijah our oldest, and then uh, my brother-in-law, Henry, um, were all there. And uh, it was a really cool moment to, to be able to be on the field. And my son brought his Chiefs ball in there. We were able to throw that around a little bit. But, um, you know, those are the moments you, you think of and dream of, and they're always better um, than you could ever dream of. Just kind of go back to PJ's question where you're talking about having that alter ego. Is that a, a little bit of an identity for this defense? Because I think we see that from Justin Reed. We see that from Trent McDuffie. We see that from Pretty gentle, even in Ladarius' case, fairly quiet off the field, but got some dog in him once they get between those lines. Yeah, we just want to be a ton of dogs out there. Um, Lamar said, I think a few times this year, like we like, like we just want to play ball, and I think that's when this defense, when it comes down to it, like we just want to play ball, like we want to get after it. Um, we really believe in our leader Spags um, and the coaches that he has in place. Um, and there's sometimes in football, you know, whether it's been high school, college, or professional level, where you're just, like, not sure about a game plan. Like, that has not happened this year one time. Like, when we go into a game, we're like, this is going to work, and we just have to execute. And um, it's exciting to go out there. we got a really good group of guys. I know uh, you're the reputation of the kind of offensive. Yeah. Yeah, I think a big moment for us this season was uh, our Germany game versus Miami. I mean, Miami was, they put up 70, 70 or 73 points on the Broncos. They were the number one offense in the NFL by a mile. Um, and you look what we did in that first half, shutting them out. They had a couple big plays in the second half. But I think, you know, we knew we had something special. And to go out there and get that done um, on an unconventional week in Germany 
where your sleep schedule's off. Like we knew we had some dogs and we knew we had, you know, we knew we could do something special. Um, and we talk about it all the time, Spags talks about it. It's like, you, you can't look in the rear view mirror. Like what we did to Baltimore last week does not matter if we don't show up next Sunday or two Sundays from now versus the 49ers who are a terrific offense led by Kyle Shanahan. So um, it's another opportunity, man, and we're, we're certainly looking forward to it. Yeah, my uh, my son and my daughter they go to preschool, um, and they had a little parade for. We have a couple players that have kids that go there, and uh, we were talking to the kids yesterday at the parade, and uh, just thinking back on the the postseason run we've had so far, it's like we beat Miami. Nobody, everybody was kind of counting us out there. Thought Miami would come in and get the job done. Buffalo certainly the story. They thought us going on the road wasn't going to happen, and then, I mean, nobody gave us a chance against the Ravens. Ravens were playing great ball. Um, you know, we have an unbelievable test in front of us against the 49ers. But I think when you play good football teams and you come out on top and you're able to kind of build some momentum, like it calluses you a little bit. Like it makes you, it's going to be a tough, hard fight. Um, any good game against two opponents is. And um, I think, you know, we're building up that callus to, to go win this thing. Yeah. Thanks, guys. You've been around here a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, in training camp, I mentioned uh, I have opportunity to be a top 10 defense, and that's our floor. Uh, I kind of meant that. I kind of knew that in training camp. I could tell by the guys of, of how we were able to recall from last year, uh, add a new guys to the system, then how fast they were able to pick up stuff. Uh, Chamar is one of those guys that didn't really get that many reps until the back half of the season, but he's one of those guys that, that came in, handled him two or three different positions. He's able to go out there and execute the game plan. Drew uh, came in, played a little bit of everything for us as well. And, I, and they already had the core guys that played uh, – Last year, so I think the experience uh, kind of building before we all left off of last year, everybody just you're you're older, a little bit more comfortable playing around each other, and so I kind of felt like that kind of helped us uh, trajectory to where we are now. Nick, when you had a uh, when you had surgery on your wrist, was mm-hmm. there any fear that you wouldn't be able to make it to this point if the team got this far? Uh, no, uh, I have faith in uh, what our trainers and our, our head trainer Rick and uh, my surgeon uh, is going to get me back on the field as quick as possible. Um, I was. Kind of upset a little bit because I wanted to go out there. Our defense was playing good football. I didn't want our defense to slip down a little bit, but uh, Drew uh, came in, did a hell of a job, man, and uh, those guys rallied around him. I uh, was able to be on mic, get our checks out, uh, get guys lined up, and able to get guys playing fast. And uh, he brought physicality. Uh, Willie came in, did his thing. Uh, Jack Cash had to get some snaps as well. Leo played extended snaps. So uh, all those guys, man, they kept my spirits up while I was out, uh, helped me get back as quick as I could. No, 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 Charles, no, no Charles Menehue. Mm-hmm. What's his loss going to mean, and how do you absorb that? Yeah, man, it's huge. Uh, we missed him early in the season. Uh, he came back, he was able to produce for us. Uh, he's one of those guys, man, that, uh, that you hate to see him go down. Uh, he's worked hard for this moment. Uh, got a chance to play against his old team uh, on that venue and that stage, man, so you, so you feel for him for sure. Um, but, yeah, he's going to be one of those guys in the, in the facility, man, going to make sure uh, he keeps the energy around. Uh, we, had to talk to him, we talked to him all last week and um, early in the week. Uh, I actually talked to him yesterday, man. Just talking about we need your spirits around this facility still. Uh, we're going to need your energy. Uh, we're going to need your positivity. Uh, we're just kind of lean on him a little bit, and uh, he's going to lean on us while he goes through this process. What is his spirit? What What is that positivity that he brings? 
yeah, man, I think it's just it's just being goofy, man, when we need to be goofy, man. And again, it's like Willie and Chris and like all those guys, man. Uh, uh, they let football be fun. Uh, you don't really want to get too too caught up in just uh, the big venue, the big stage, the big lights. So uh, you kind of want to still have fun. So let your personality show, be yourself. Um, so you make sure he brings that to the football team. Nick, the Fags has mentioned a couple of times that you and some of the other guys like the challenge. You like to be yeah. challenged, right? So I mean, when you look at the personnel they have over there, George Kittle, Chris mm-hmm. Ways that Kyle Shanahan deploys them. Does a game yeah. like this get you more excited since you know that the complexity of everything, the chess yeah. that you're playing, is at like an elite level? Yeah, I think uh, uh, especially playing my position, you kind of like the mental challenge, um, going out there trying to trying to put your best foot forward. Uh, but I think uh, when it turns to just getting uh, this game, it's Super Bowl, uh, so you really can't get much uh, more excitement than that. Um, you got a chance to, to to do something that a few teams has ever done in history. Um, I kind of think that's the excitement part about it. Um, the challenge part is going out there and that's getting against their playmakers, man. Uh, they're talented on offense. The O-line's great. Uh, quarterbacks are playing extended football. Uh, and the running back, well, I know he's all world. So uh, we've got to find a way to, to limit limit their, their uh, explosive plays. Uh, we've got to tackle well. And we've got to see if we can force a couple turnovers as well. Speaking of McCaffrey, in the season he's had, you guys yeah. faced him his first game with San Francisco. Mm-hmm. What do you remember about that, and what impresses you about the way he's evolved in that offense? Yeah, I think it's a, a whole different animal than we played last time. I think he's only had two days of practice, I believe, uh, before we played the last game uh, we played against him. And so uh, I know he's a lot more comfortable uh, in, in what they're doing. Uh, they know how to utilize him a little bit better, and um, they can able to disperse the ball around the other guys. It's just um, aren't trying to get him involved early. So that's going to take all of us. It's going to be all 11. Uh, it's going to be a, a long, gritty game. Uh, we're excited for it. Yeah, I think uh, I think unsung heroes kind of show up in every game. Uh, I think Dion was one of those guys last week. Uh, I came down with a huge turnover in the red zone when we needed it um, the most. And then uh, other guys, uh, Snead has been doing it all year. He grabbed a great one. Uh, Justin Reed almost had him one, and uh, uh, Lamar came and grabbed that one from him. And then Charles, uh, new to the team, uh, able to get a, a, a sack. So everything was huge. Yeah, I think uh, as any competitor, man, they're upset after losses, man. They want to go out and win. I think he gets real upset, especially whenever he doesn't play other football that he should play. Um, I think uh, guys rally around him uh, and stuff like that. Uh, He's not one of those guys that point fingers. He's one of those guys that kind of embraces the challenge of of trying to get it right. Uh, I think I mentioned earlier last week, it's not about who gets it right. I mean, who's right. It's about about getting it right. Um, So he's one of those guys for sure that's trying to find an answer um, and just trying to find the best way to put the best foot forward and help us win. Uh, yeah, uh, Bart Purdy's one of those guys that, um, again, everybody can say where he's drafted, call him a game manager, all that type of stuff, man. He's going out there, he's producing and find a way to win. Uh, in this league, you kind of get judged by, by wins and losses, not for everything else. And uh, he has his team playing in the biggest game in the world. Um, so we've got to give him that respect. He's earned it. Um, we've got to go out there and, uh, and execute the game plan. Thank you, everybody. Yep, thank you. Thank you.